Not a matter of if, but when a crisis could rock your world. I'm Rashini Rajkumar, crisis strategist, licensed attorney, and host of The Crisis Files. In each case file, we explore a multidimensional controversy or a real-world crisis. My crisis squad and I seek solutions. I also invite insiders to share their take on important topics. Dan Stoles is here today. He's the longtime president and CEO of Spire, one of Minnesota's largest credit unions. Spire has more than 157,000 members and more than $2 billion in assets. Dan is here for the case file I call Inspired Leadership. Government statistics show more than 50 million people quit their jobs in 2022, the height of the so-called Great Resignation. Those numbers have slowed considerably, but employers still report challenges finding workers. A Pew Research Center survey finds top reasons for quitting include low pay, few opportunities for achievement, and feeling disrespected at work. Meantime, a 2022 Gallup poll finds only 21% of U.S. employees strongly agree they trust their organization's leadership. As they say, if you don't have trust, you've got nothing. Plus, artificial intelligence brings opportunities, but also real anxiety into this mix. Dan, the numbers seem daunting. How do you deal with these realities as a leader? It is really daunting, quite honestly. And I think that you look at the complexity of our economy, you look at the expansion of the rate of change, you look at all these things in front of you, and honestly, it already comes down to leadership. I really believe that. And uh, I've made lots of mistakes, had lots of failures, and I'm actually putting together a book of 20 leadership lessons I wish somebody would have told me when I was 20 years old, because it took me literally 30, 40 years to figure this stuff out. But I do believe it comes down to leaders, leaders that have courage, and leaders that really lead. Yeah, it's so true. All right. Well, I'm loving that we can kind of get a sneak peek into the content of this book. You say that leadership is less about doing and more about being. Others will define leadership by credentials or titles or what have you. I have come to believe very strongly that leadership is less about doing and more about being. So what does that mean? At Spire, in our organization, where we're looking at leadership, we're really looking at not about their credentials or what they do. It's about who they are. It's about do they show up? Do they have integrity and character? You know, integrity and character, you don't get a letter grade. You don't get a B or C or A. It's a pass or fail. I'm looking for people that value the organization, that own the organization. They show up. You know, during COVID, we had some where we saw some leaders didn't show up. So that whole piece about leading as a being first and then the doing is important. You still need that expertise Leaders that I admire and respect are really ones that really give it their all and they own it and they're out there. But again, it's all about them, their character, their heart, and their work ethic. You know, authenticity is a word that I use with the leaders I coach. And I think just naturally human nature, we want to see someone who's authentic. Yet at the same time, we see also a world where sometimes manipulation and greed When I think about the cryptocurrency crisis, greed wins. And, you know, ultimately, I think greed will lose in that situation because there are charges and there will be prison terms. But you encourage people to chase their dreams. So in this world of where sometimes there's manipulation and greed, how do you fit your dream into what is best both for you and the organization you are leading? 
part of being a banker, one of the things I just absolutely love is I get to really wine and dine and talk to bankers, business leaders, people on the street. I'm always learning about what's going on, how they think, what they're doing. But there's always one regret that always comes up in all the conversations I have. And that regret is that people said, I didn't chase my dream. I say, chase your dreams. You know, Walt Disney had the quote, if you can dream it, you can do it. And I just believe so strongly, and I want to encourage people that uh, you own life. Don't let life deal you. You deal life. And chase those dreams. One of the things you don't want to do is hit that retirement stage and you say, wow, I wish I would have done that. So I'm just encouraging people, get outside your comfort zone. And to your point about authenticity, be authentic to yourself. Be real to yourself and don't have that regret later in life. So in that authentic way of chasing the dreams, how should someone in a leadership role define success? The dictionary will say it's really completing a purpose. Some will define success as the clothes you wear, the house you live in, the car you have, the money you have in your checking account. I define success differently. With all these different interviews and these people I've talked to, I found two common themes. I interviewed over 50 people that I admire and respect. And here are the two themes. The first one was they were go-getters. They fell down six times, they got up six. They gave it their all. They didn't let life deal them. They went after it. And again, they're a go-getter. And failure was okay for these people. You know, you you talk about being authentic. I think there's nothing more powerful when other people hear a leader say, I missed it. I failed. I did something wrong there. That's being really a go-getter. But there's an and in there. It's not enough just to be a go-getter. What I heard over and over again of these people that I respect and admire is that they're go-givers. They really believe in giving back their time, talent, and treasures, the three Ts. And they make sure that they really pay it forward to coaching their staff up, to giving back to the community, giving back to people that really matter, and just really making a difference in this world. So to me, my definition is be a go-getter and a go-giver. I love that. I think you've helped us coin a new phrase here, the go-giver. I mean, that just says it all. I love words that don't really need a lot of definition because the word itself is the definition. That is fabulous. Well, while we have you, I love getting this sneak peek into a future book, a leadership book, and interviewing 50 people you admire all across different industries? All different industries and all different walks of life. And these are people that I just respect that really feel like they have life figured out. They agree that they've failed and they've taught me that. But yes, there's 20 lessons that I believe are really what leadership is all about. I like that you were open and used diversity and inclusion in a special way here because you didn't just go to people who looked like or walked in your shoes. You went across the board. What are just personally some of the highs from talking to those 50 people? One of my number one lessons is that leaders are are learners, right? The moment you think you've arrived, you haven't. So the fact is that you learn from everybody, everybody you're in contact with. They come with a whole different perspective, a whole different set of experiences. And I'm just amazed at how everybody really has something to contribute. But you have to listen. You have to learn. And these 20 lessons that I came up with are ones that are somewhat intuitive, but they're really not as well. I'm just going to throw one at you. One taught me that you have to have a personal board of directors around you. You know, I've got a board of directors in my business But I need to find a diverse group that knows me well, but can tell me the good and bad about some of my decisioning. But I have a personal board of directors with people in all different walks of life, and uh, it's helped me immensely. But that's just a sneak peek at some of the things I learned by listening. Well, so many lessons that you've shared today 
Who would you say are some of your inspirations? And I do want to share with people, I know you're a private person, but you have been married to your wife for nearly 40 years. You have three children who are married themselves. That in itself is a definition of success, is a relationship that has lasted that long, obviously ups and downs. We've been married 39 years, my best friend, three kids, but I've got 11 grandkids too, Rashini. Pretty unbelievable. But you know, it's a secret of success in a marriage is two words is uh, yes, dear. No, I'm just kidding you. But <laughs> but it's um it's literally the give and take. It's literally listening in the give and take. And, and to that point, guess what? My wife is one of my board of directors, my personal board of directors. I love that. I think that is so fabulous. And, you know, I've known you now for several years in the Twin Cities business community. You're very private and personal because I kind of assumed you were married. And meantime, you've been married 39 years. I love it. I mean, that is a testament to who you are. And you've integrated her into your life in every way. You consider her an advisor. She's on your personal board of directors. I I think it's fabulous, Dan. You know, we talk about in business about teamwork all the time, you know. If you want your dream to work, you need teamwork. We're a great team. We're, we're totally different. I, I like to be out. She's more private. And so, again, you respect the, the balances of that and you understand one another. And it truly is to have a great team. You have to really understand your staff, your team, the people around you. And once you have that figured out, you can do amazing things. So some of your lessons you can credit Robin because you bring those lessons to work and you're embodying and role modeling for your team, your employees, what it's like to trust, to share, to compromise. I think that how you are in business, it needs to align, be authentic to how you are in life with your family, kids, the community piece. So there has to be congruence and alignment of a true leader who's being authentic, that that's who they are on camera, off camera, on the air, off the air. They have to be that same person, in my view, to have that person of integrity and character. I love it. Well, Dan Stolls, a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you so much for being with us on The Crisis Files. He is the president and CEO of Spire Credit Union. And just a little sneak peek, by early 2024, Dan will be the leader of a merged, yet to be named, credit union financial institution, which will double the $2 billion under assets to $4 billion under assets. Congratulations on that. Thank you so much. This crisis brief is powered by Rashini Multimedia. My entire team and I wish you and yours a remarkable and crisis-free 2024. Number one, leadership is less about doing and more about being. Number two, create your own personal board of directors. They lift you and keep you authentic. Number three, the most successful leaders are both go-getters and go-givers. Thank you to our podcast producer, Kim Inslee, and audio engineer, Tom Hamilton. Please rate and review The Crisis Files on your platform of choice so others can listen for crisis prevention information. Catch up on all case files at thecrisisfiles.com for the show archive plus special videos. Follow us on Instagram and YouTube at The Crisis Files. We do not provide legal, financial, medical, or PR advice for particular situations, but strongly recommend you seek out professionals to help with your specific need. I'm Roshini Rajkumar. Join me next time on The Crisis Files.